Welcome to the Recycle Podcast, where we discuss everyday issues from a mental health perspective. We are your hosts, Dr. Rashonda Strickland, Dr. LaFanya Jones-Hines, and Dr. Nichelle Wall. Now don't get it twisted. We're not going to be your stereotypical therapist. What we will be is informative, down to earth, a little spicy, and vulnerable. All right, interns, turn up your volume, grab your pen and paper. It's supervision time. As a reminder, this podcast is not meant to take the place of a relationship with a licensed mental health professional. Welcome back to session 118, Movie Mental Breakdown, Crazy Rich Asian. Today's mood music is brought to you by Vava, and it is entitled My New Swag. Y'all see, we tried to do all the Asian folks this Mm -hmm. uh, month that go with the soundtrack. Mm -hmm. Yes. Peep that. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so let's go ahead and get the cast out of the way. Now, this movie had a gigantic. Yes. It's probably one of the largest casts we've had in a movie probably ever. Um, But we're not going to go into everybody. We're just going to hit the main players. The mains. Mm -hmm. So the two love interests, the two main people are uh, Rachel, who is played by Constance Wu. Nick Young, because you got to say his whole name because everybody know him as Nick Young <laughs> Jr. Uh, <laughs> who is played by Henry Golding. Uh, Aquafina plays Pecklin Go. And I swear I messed her name up so many times in this movie. I was like, are they saying Peking Pecklin? I thought they were saying Piglin the first time that I watched the movie years ago. And I was like, Michelle, just. Look at the cast names. I know. You're doing too I, much. And I felt so bad. I was like, oh, I just chopped that all up. Uh, Astrid is played by Gemma Chan. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mama uh, Eleanor is played by Michelle Yeoh. A.K.A. Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Mm-hmm. Star. I will always know her as that. Uh, the cousin to Peck Lin is played by Kim. Uh, Ken Jeong. That's her daddy in the movie. Oh, it's her daddy? Uh-huh. Oh, hmm. it's weird. But that's her daddy. Okay. okay. I couldn't tell what the relationship was. Uh-huh. Th- those are uh, mom and dad. Oh. oh. That explains the the scene where, <laughs> okay. Yeah. Because I was like, I don't know what the dynamics are here. Mm-hmm. Um, but his name is Go Y Mun. Who else is in there that was important? Uh. Yeah. We have the two people that are getting married, which is mm-hmm. the whole reason why they're going. Yes. Uh, which is the actors' names are Chris Pang and uh, Sonoya Mizumi, or Mizumo, excuse me. All right. And then the grandma, uh, they didn't actually say her name. They just called her Grandma. Grandma. It's <laughs> <laughs> played by Lisa Liu. Mm-hmm. Now, of course, there's a whole bunch of other people in this movie, but we will not be naming everybody. Mm-hmm. Now, before we start, I just want to let the interns know that this movie had a lot of yummy people in it. (laughs) Men and women. Mm -hmm. They were all beautiful. Yeah, nice, Mm good-looking people. Mm -hmm. And the level of wealth (laughs) in this movie. Like, I went and researched what these things would cost. Girl, I was like, I am a peasant. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I am a peasant. Not a peasant. (laughs) 
I mean, the play on words, crazy rich Asians, mm -hmm. you know, yeah. crazy rich. Yeah. And crazy comma, <laughs> 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 you know, punctuation matters. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, you know, as we're trying to revamp MMB, y'all, we may not necessarily be going again, scene by scene uh, in this movie because uh, we're trying to tighten up a couple things and give you more mental health based stuff. So we may not say in this scene um, mm -hmm. just for GP and we may um, jump around a little bit yeah. based off what is relevant to the conversation at the time. Yeah. yeah. And this movie didn't have very many scenes actually. So no, it's a, a really straightforward. Straight this is real to me. This is really one of those hallmark movies. That like you know at the end it's gonna work out. It's a Disney movie, yeah. <laughs> I don't say all that, but it is very. You can tell that the person who wrote these books also got an Asian director, Asian casting. Like you can tell that they were true, and it's a certain vibe that uh, foreign films have in whatever category they are in. If it's a fighting film, if it's a romance film, it's a, if it's a comedy film. And I do appreciate that they are true <laughs> to form every time you know what you're getting. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, so there's only so much I think that we can kind of pick apart here. But with that said, I did think the, speaking of opening scenes, the quote that was at the beginning uh, mm -hmm. let China sleep for when she wakes, she will shake the world by Napoleon Bonaparte. Uh, yeah. And I was like, that's a very interesting quote to put at the beginning of a movie. And by him. And, and to this type of movie. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I wish I could understand the mind behind that. Because, wow. you know, Napoleon you know, just, was special. Yeah, because uh, it does definitely seems, you know, I wasn't like, is this in reference to the characters themselves? Is this in reference, like, literally to China? You know, I wasn't quite sure. I'm sure Napoleon was talking about something different, but I'm, I'm talking about the mm -hmm. director. Mm -hmm. Well, I think overall with Napoleon and the movie, it shows that the Asian, well, China specifically is a force to be reckoned with. Like, they are very um, direct, very much a go-getting nation mm -hmm. and it's not going to be no excuses. You're going to get this done. Mm -hmm. So it makes me wonder based on that, if they were talking about the, uh, the young lady that Nick was dating. I can't remember her name. Rachel. Rachel. Rachel yes. Mm -hmm. If they are talking about Rachel, because she was a, a force to be reckoned with, you know, she was. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, one thing that I did appreciate is that even though it was, really only shown once in the film uh, right at this beginning part was that, you know, there was a little racism um, and the display of their wealth, like off the bat mm -hmm. <laughs> and that you cannot judge a book by its cover, right? That you have no idea what money mm -hmm. a person has. You have no idea somebody's background and that you may actually get yourself caught up if you are having these like expectations and ideas about a person that you don't know nothing about. Yeah. And yeah. you might lose your job. Mm. That part. <laughs> yeah. I found you it about to lose your job. <laughs> <laughs> I found it interesting. Um, just the level of disrespect that the 
front desk people were displaying. You know, you see that this person is coming in out of the the wetness mm-hmm. of the rain. And you can tell if you look at them that these people obviously have money. They didn't come in there looking crazy. The, the woman got on a coat coat mm-hmm. with furs and stuff on it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, the kids is all decked out. The uh, auntie is all decked out. Um, it's just, it just wasn't wisdom. <laughs> the way yeah, I, I don't think I felt like they didn't read the room like you wasn't paying attention you just re- literally paid attention to this woman's ethnicity mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. it yeah uh, and I think this is one of those situations where you know sometimes people say you know green is the only color that people some people see mm-hmm. yeah this was one of those moments where green didn't matter right you know that yeah. my own internal biases and my own internal prejudices mattered more to me than bringing in money for the hotel Mm -hmm. because you was about to lose the money Mm -hmm. if she would have left and didn't call paw paw well technically she was staying in her own hotel because they had just bought it exactly and And he was so excited he was like (laughs) get her the suite Mm -hmm. like what are you doing these are the new owners what I'm trying right. to sleep. He's right. like, I'm trying to get up out of here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm sick of y'all. <laughs> and I, I like the way she kept her poise and didn't even throw that out. That I, do you realize I own this? Like she didn't. She didn't. Now do- she was petty about that flow. <laughs> I was like, I, but good for her. She needs Eleanor. To be, she needs to be petty. Eleanor is the mother-in-law you don't want. Well, in that instance, she needed to be petty because they just tried to play mm-hmm. her. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, I think, you know, one of the the biggest moments, you know, since after that scene is we get introduced to the young couple. Uh, So we have Nick and Rachel. Wait, you're taking us too fast. You can't skip this part because the opening scene for Rachel is her teaching. Mm -hmm. And the specific thing that she talks is a talks about is when you are playing these games are you playing them to win or are you playing them to not lose because your strategy is very different because that comes back to bite the the mama in the butt Mm -hmm. at the end of the movie so I do think that that like is a, a a good foreshadowing scene about like how you live your life and how you show up because if you are playing to win there's a different energy that you have versus i'm just not trying to lose there's a desperation to that absolutely mm-hmm. yeah well you could see it on the young man's face mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. when he uh, lost mm-hmm. um but no i definitely think i agree with you i think that is good foreshadowing um because that's one of the things i wrote in our note my notes is our brains hate to lose mm-hmm. but mm. but i i like her uh at least in this example i liked her teaching style she used interactive activities to help her students learn a concept Mm because economics is boring for Mm -hmm. the the general person Mm -hmm. now for people who are economic heads that's a little bit different right but Mm -hmm. yeah yeah so we get an introduction now into the young couple and this is where we learn you know she really has no idea who this man is truly is (laughs) she just knows him for what he's shown her and you know i think that's a it's one of those weird moments where you know when people say i lie because i love you right Mm -hmm. (laughs) he's holding back a part of himself that he truly hasn't revealed to her she Mm -hmm. has no idea but in the background it's for good reason yeah you know when somebody has money at that level 
I imagine it's very difficult for that person to understand and know whether or not somebody is with them for them or with them for their money. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I have to, if I'm looking for love, like genuinely and not just attachment, Mm -hmm. then I have to approach it differently. But how long is too long to hold on to that lie? That part, I don't know, because I can't quite tell how long they had been together. A year. A year? Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm. My the issue that I see in this situation is it's a bit different because of who he is, the heir, the amount of money his family has, as well as their um, community is so far reaching mm-hmm. um, being all the way over here in the States. And you still are having this impact to where people know what's going on in real time. Mm-hmm. which we'll yeah. see in a second. That was crazy. Like mm-hmm. I can understand why he did it, but I think he definitely could have begun to ha- begun to have those conversations with her based off of like who she showed herself to be yeah. because she's from what we're seeing, she's always been a very kind, a very generous, uh, generous and considerate person. Not mm-hmm. generate. That's a, that's a different word. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. And I was thinking about like the lack of privacy Mm. As well. Because he's a celebrity. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, all the women in the cafe did was take a picture of this man. And it, Blew again, up. within seconds, it was everywhere. Mm-hmm. I mean, talk about viral. That was the literal definition. Like, he went viral mm-hmm. amongst their community. And, you know, how violating I can imagine if this was a real situation. Now, for the movie, of course, it didn't. he didn't seem like he felt violated. But... Uh, I would imagine as an individual, if I knew that I was just enjoying my time and talking with my partner about, you know, going to visit my family. And then literally my mom is calling me, mm-hmm. asking me, and I haven't even walked out the restaurant yet mm-hmm. from Bible study. And I just <laughs> talked to her about going to Singapore. Like, I, I just want I just talked to you about that. And now my mom is calling me like, what, what is going on? You're psychic. I don't understand what's going on. Well, he peeped the girl had took the picture. Yeah, of he did. At least. Mm-hmm. I think it, it shows how normal it is for him to have always grown up in this, mm-hmm. especially because they have old money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very old money. I think they said like the early 1800s, they moved from China, China to China. Singapore. Mm-hmm. So even before then mm-hmm. to be able to move your whole to the jungle yeah. and, yeah, so and establish it because mm-hmm. <laughs> that tiger was scaring me a little bit. You know, I'm thinking of like in real time, you all here hunting lions and tigers and bears in the jungle, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> man, you know. And then I was thinking about the mom in this scenario as well. You know, mm. how trying to put myself in her position on how off putting that could be, even though it's somewhat, it seems like it's somewhat normalized a little bit in their culture, but. My son didn't even get a chance to tell me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I'm just thinking about the gossip in the Bible study. That part. We in Bible study and we we, we can't think about nothing else. We, so we supposed to be thinking about Jesus. Well, she kept trying to redirect them. Exactly. <laughs> it did surprise me for some reason that they were reading the Bible just because you automatically um, kind of assume that it's going to be more geared towards their cultural um, religious practice versus the colonized version mm-hmm. of, the, of religious practices. So I was like, wait, they reading the Corinthians and stuff. <laughs> okay. Wait a minute. I know this scripture. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
Yeah, it's so, <laughs> again, off-putting. There was no other word that I could put there. Um, and I would think um, disappointing as well. Yeah. You know, that I don't get a chance to share in a moment on my own with my child that the world essentially knows before I do. Mm -hmm. And now we don't get a chance to really have a private moment. Mm -hmm. And even for Nick, the fact that he like, he can't even share that with his mom first. Mm -hmm. Like he, there may have been a certain point in time before they got to Singapore that he wanted to let her know that he was coming home, that he was a bring, he was bringing a young lady and that he, that he wanted her to meet. She's special to me. Like he got to not, he didn't get a chance to say any of his own words. Yeah. This gives me the idea of like celebrities that have had breakdowns before, you mm -hmm. know, circa maybe I think it's 0708 with Britney Spears, mm -hmm. um, things like that. Uh, you've even see it a little bit um, with the Northwest. It's kind of, I won't say she's had a breakdown. I think that's way too strong of a word, but you've yeah. seen her be like, don't take pictures, no pictures. Like she doesn't want to be photoed. Mm -hmm. Kid Cuddy. Kid yeah. Cuddy, you know, yeah. that constantly being viewed that nothing that you have is it's your private. own. Even with uh, Kiki Palmer, the young mm -hmm. lady that took a picture of her even mm -hmm. when she told her no. Yeah. And she still took a picture and people were like, well, she's a celebrity. She should expect that. She she can expect that, but she still should have the right to say no. And her no should still mean no. And be consent. Yes. 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 Be respected. Yeah. It, it it made me think about that. You know, I know this is a film, so it wouldn't go this far, but I would imagine in a real world setting that that's what the feeling would be like. Oh, my God, here we go again. Mm -hmm. Like, I can't enjoy nothing. Right. Right. Like, I'm just on display like an animal at the zoo. Mm. It reminds me of, you know, the Michael Jacksons, the Princes, mm -hmm. the Rihanna's, the Beyonce's, Whitney Houston. I remember Whitney Houston, Houston went off real bad. Diana, uh, Princess yeah. Diana. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yes. You know, ultimately that yep. is what killed her. Yep. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So th those were kind of like all of the things that I was thinking about, you know, in the setup of this, mm -hmm. this next set of things going on. But, you know, I was like, man, I feel I feel for him because that's a very specific type of way of living. Cost of fame. And then he mm -hmm. had no choice at that point but to tell Rachel about his uh, wealth because I mean, like, if she see it, his face is plastered all over the internets. And it's like, but why? But she technically didn't. I mean, he technically didn't still tell her at that moment oh. in the cafe. No, yeah. not at the cafe. Well, I don't think he knew in the cafe, did he? Yeah. Did he find out in the cafe? Yeah, he knew because the girl, well, th his mom called and said, how do you, he asked, how do you know that? And oh. then he saw the girl leaving and he was like, oh, don't worry about it. And it wasn't until... The plane, the plane, mm -hmm. you know, and she was like, uh, how can, can you we afford, afford this? this? Because that is like right. $20,000. But that's what I'm saying. He like, he still, he didn't, he didn't tell her, but he, he didn't have a choice at oh. the, until when he got on the plane, he have a choice, but, to but tell he her. still omitted the truth right. because it was her friend who told her for real, for oh, real that's oh, that's true. about that's true. The, level the level of wealth. Of wealth. Cause yeah. we, when we think rich, we say, oh, you, you know, yeah, maybe a millionaire. Million. Uh -huh. No, 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 no. They got millions. They are probably trillionaires as a family. Mm -hmm. And all of them are rich. All yeah. of them. Yeah. Cause they said 40 mil on this wedding like that. Oh, it was I 40 said, million. I need to work on my life. <laughs> <laughs> 40 million. <laughs> Whatever. 
Yeah. And like that was, that was normal. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and I, th- this next kind of few pieces here, I appreciated like Rachel's mom trying to prep her yes. on Chinese custom because you can tell that Rachel grew up in America mm-hmm. and is very westernized. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so she doesn't really understand like, you know, she understands some rules, it seems like, but like she wanted she wanted her to choose a lucky color. Right. You know, very traditional. Tra- mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and this was also foreshadowing on mom's part that she was like, you know, you may look it. Mm-hmm. So don't confuse that. Just because you look Chinese, that don't necessarily mean you are Chinese. Yeah, she said yeah. the outside and the heart, but the mind is not. Mm-hmm. And that's the, that is a true statement for yeah. most uh, first generations, you know, yeah. immigrant. Yeah, I can think, imagine as a hard battle as well. You know, you want to respect the culture that you've come from, mm-hmm. but also still express the culture that you live in. And that sometimes those two things may be polar opposites from one another. Yeah. And then, you know, as we find out later, mama was running mm-hmm. from for a very pa- good reason. Exactly. So she I'm sure yeah. she wanted to leave everything connected to that. Mm-hmm. Even her uh, culture. Yeah. Where it was. <laughs> but she was self-made. She's a mm-hmm. true self-made yeah. woman. So I, I was a, appreciative of that once yeah. we get into the story that it wasn't this very one sided version of this mm-hmm. like everybody in their own right is successful yeah yeah absolutely because mom was a nurse realtor oh, realtor mm-hmm. realtor i don't know where i got a nurse from <laughs> uh okay so of course we go to singapore we're on the way and this is where rachel first learns that nick has some money mm-hmm. but she hasn't quite learned the extent of the money he has but she learned he got a little bit um and she just took it real well yeah right? Because it would, oh, okay, normal rich. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I was like, wow, she didn't, you know, now what typically would have been a plot would have been, oh my God, how could you lie to me? Another right. Another. So yep. I will say she took this very well. Rachel was like, that's y'all. <laughs> I'm more worried about his mama going to like me in normal mm-hmm. terms, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. And of course they arrive and we meet all of the family. It was funny when they walked through the airport. I mean, the friends, meet mm-hmm. the friends initially. Yeah. Uh, it was funny that when she walked through the airport, she was like, it's a butterfly garden in here in a movie theater. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I have heard great things about that airport. I low-key want to travel to Singapore just to see the airport. Mm-hmm. You know, I think the friends name are Arminta and um, Colin. And I love that they were just like so down to earth and so mm-hmm. welcoming yeah. because yeah. you assume by the little pieces that we're getting that the whole circle is, is going to be wealthy. You know, because when he did the breakdown on the plane about who she should be prepared for, who the cousins are that he was close to, he only said he was close to one of his cousins, which mm-hmm. is Astrid. And we will see why later. Mm-hmm. But I was happy to see like regular down to earth people, regardless of uh, financial status. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Agreed. Uh, so well, I did like that they were, you know, introducing her to like the yes, culture. I uh-huh. like that too. You know, immersing her in what it, you know, this is yes. what you would really get. You know, not when we go to the posh, you know, heavily done up stuff. Like yeah. if you want to get the experience, this is it. We're going to eat street food. We're going to have mm-hmm. beer. We're yes. going to be out here laughing. Yeah. You yeah. know, and they he gave her or they all three of them gave her a very yes. soft mm-hmm. intro into Singaporean 
uh, yeah. culture. And for all the interns that don't know, Singapore is one of the only places in the entire world who has um, food stalls that have Michelin stars. Mm-hmm. And like they have, like their food is delicious. I, I ain't never ate it, but I watch a lot of people who mm-hmm. go okay. to them and they review them. Mm-hmm. Um, so if that's something you're interested in, definitely like YouTube that one of the people that I follow that does that is like Mikey Chin, um, all of that. But I was like, yes, well, and it was authentic. Said, yeah. Even Nick said that they have like good street food, mm-hmm. you know, girl, I was like, dang, I where am I it was at looking good when this too. was being filmed? Mm-hmm. I was, it was looking good because sometimes I'd be like, mm-hmm, that's not the type of food I think I would be partaking in mm-hmm. but this stuff did look good at least yeah. in this particular scene yeah um there was another part where I was thinking um as they're kind of riding in the jeep or whatnot mm-hmm. and several other times throughout this film uh I was like they're very loud uh the it's the generation yeah because I was like that's not a very typical behavior in Asian culture uh, to be very loud, to be very boisterous, you know, screaming and, Oh my God. But I wonder if, if that's how they are with each other. That's exactly what I think it is. I grew up in an area that had a military base with a lot of like refugee families and things like that. And one of the major Asian populations that we had was Cambodian Mm -hmm. and how they present themselves to the world is very different than if you're on the inner circle. Yeah. Like they are very loud, happy, jovial people and all of that kind of stuff. Um, so I've seen like that, a that difference. Economy. So that's what I, I think we got to see like a, a firsthand experience of how they would be with their folks. Mm. Which that makes sense. I was going to say it makes sense if he was staying true to the culture. Yeah. Because yeah. then when we see the glimpse of Astrid, we see how she mm-hmm. is in the public. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause baby, Ooh, po, she baby. is poised. It's the escapism for me. That mm. part, mm. yes. My heart breaks for her. Yeah, like the amount of. I was thinking, yeah, binding. Yeah, that she has to do mm-hmm. emotionally, and I imagine the mental gymnastics she's had to jump through. Yeah, when you get lost in the role that you play, you can tell she's the good kid. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And tell that she is the one that does the right thing always. Yeah. And sometimes you sacrifice yourself and not to get too psychological, like your inner child is screaming, please help me. It's, oh, yeah. it's, the, it's those ones that need to actually leave mm-hmm. um, and so that they can get to know themselves. Like Nick left and went to New York and yeah. he got to know himself. Mm-hmm. She should have left so that she could know herself and come out of her shell mm-hmm. so that you know, and it's not that she was just going to go oh, wow. I mean, maybe she would have for about a year or so, but you know, <laughs> but Nick seemed to still have the, the respect for his culture. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Those two cousins, I think they would have been fine. Yeah. Their mothers. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I, it made me wonder about her thought process in marrying a man that was below her means. If she sought him purely for love or if it was for rebellion and then it became love, or if it was um, he provided her with a sense of comfort that she was not able to have in her, you know, the way her family kind of runs themselves. I think based off of what we saw, she truly loved him. 
I don't think he probably was accepted fully by the family probably because Mm -hmm. he was not of their their class as they say. But I think he probably got wrapped up in what other people thought about him versus what his wife thought about him. Oh, clearly, you know, clearly the way I want to knock this joke out. Mm -hmm. Cause he ain't have to do her like that. Cause I, but I knew it. I knew it. It's when he when I saw him in that show, I said, "Mm-mm, he washing something off." Mm-hmm. We didn't jump to hear y'all. Oh, right. sorry. Yeah. It's okay. We told y'all. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna, gonna be, be jumping over. around. Yeah. We told y'all. Get just get used to it. Uh, but you know, she had to hide herself. Like you know, she couldn't even really be present, truly, even in her marriage as herself. No, she yeah. couldn't. You know, she had to hide her the purchases. Get, the, mm-hmm. You know, and my thing was, I was thinking, sir, you knew this woman had money when you married her. Right. Like this ain't like she It's different. If y'all came up together, y'all both kind of got it out the mud and somehow she became more successful. Mm-hmm. I think that's a different mindset than you went in already knowing this woman was well beyond wealthy. Yeah. But I think that goes to what she told him at the end when she was deciding to leave him. Like I'm done like hiding who I am or dumb da- dumbing down myself basically um, just to make you feel like a man. I'm, I shouldn't have to make you feel like a man if you are already a man. Mm-hmm. Asher and Michael are a prime example of when your spouse becomes competitive with you mm-hmm. and then stops sharing what they are experiencing so that y'all can work through it. Mm-hmm. You, you, if we're going to be together, we need to be together. Yeah. And it's not my job to rescue you, but I can be supportive. Right. Mm-hmm. And I and I shouldn't have to hide the fact that because if I have money, then we both have money. So right. I shouldn't have to hide the fact that we can afford to buy million dollar earrings. <laughs> Which was why I was wondering about, you know, I, of course, we're not going to get this backstory about her reasoning for marrying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, based off of the books, uh, she was genuine. Mm. Gotcha. It's just more so how the outside world, outside of them world, mm-hmm. uh, viewed him and then how he internalized that and projected it. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a consistent theme across a lot of cultures about the idea of what is a man and what is considered to be manly. Mm-hmm. And a lot of that is tied to finances. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, yeah. that is not the only way to provide. Right. It's not. Um Obviously, but he, but of course, for most, many cultures, that is the thing. And he was, obviously, he was not listening to what she was telling him. Because mm-hmm. obviously, I don't need to make a big deal out of you not having money. I have it. So. Because I'm supposed to be self-sufficient. It's two whole people coming together, right. not these pieces. Yeah. Right. Even though we all got our issues, mm-hmm. but you still are supposed to be complete people. And what y'all decide to do in the marriage is what y'all decide to do in the marriage. Exactly. Yeah. Mm. That hurt my heart. Mm-hmm. You could see the writing on the wall. Yeah. But he was fine, though. Michael was fine. <laughs> but it is what it is. Mm-hmm. So, of course, we kind of get back to the couple and Nick, you know, tries to prepare Rachel for meeting his family. Mm hmm. And she's wearing the red dress and everything that her and her mama picked out. And I was like, oh, you can tell they did a good job of making her, her look like a regular, a regular degla girl. Said, this is like when, that dress came from Ross. When your people come from uh, the city and you dating somebody from the country. I said she just walked up in there looking like a whole country bumpkin. She did. In the she middle did. of the jungle. She did. She did. I said, I said oh. oh. 
help I said, a girl, pickman. I know exactly where you got that dress from. Okay. It came off Amazon or <laughs> came out Very of Ross affordable. or TJ Maxx or something. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't no Nordstrom's or uh, Saks Fifth. No, <laughs> not at all. But she she hooks up with a friend. Um, Picklin. Picklin, thank you. Because I was about to say Peking again. Girl, <laughs> I, I have like five different things written in here. Um, but she meets with the, her family and this family is... <laughs> Like hilarious. Wild. Yes. Wild. They obviously got money too. That spooky little brother, whatever he was. Creep. <laughs> he was Factor. A, yes. Voyeur. For real. Spooky. To what's, me. what's your sex sex therapist assessment? Because that seemed like some true voyeurism. Well, I think part of it, he probably has some social anxiety, mm-hmm. of course. Um, but he probably is a little bit more voyeuristic. And because he is uh the younger brother, he can probably get away with some things. Mm-hmm. Um, which you know, he becomes way more playful throughout the movie. He's yeah. still voyeuristic doing the most, but it doesn't cross anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Boundaries and like, I was like I'm like, sir, I need you to put that phone down. Because when he makes that comment and she said, How long have you been there? He's mm. like, Only a sweet little while. I said, Oh, mm-hmm. what in the Jeffrey Dahmer is happening? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Too much. Yeah, like, oh, that's too much sauce. Yeah. Um, this is also where Rachel learns the extent yes. to how famous mm-hmm. and how deeply rooted in Singapore culture the young family is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And think about it in comparison to the people telling her, because these people are rich. Yes. Right. Like Wealthy she went and rich. got a purse and showed her the map. Like this, this is it right here. This is what we got going on with him. <laughs> Like she's like, basically, they created Singapore. Right. I mean, for all intents and purposes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They just came here and said, oh, we like that. That that that's going to make that something. (laughs) Yeah. 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 On that note, I did enjoy, even though this is a movie about Chinese um, expats, Chinese American, uh Chinese Singaporeans, technically, mm-hmm. we also got to see little pieces of the Singaporean culture as well. You have to kind of pay attention to the background like I always be doing. Mm-hmm. But I do. I did enjoy us getting to see that. Unfortunately, the majority of it that we see is the servants mm-hmm. of the young family or the we'll, we'll call them the youngs, the young family. But I did enjoy being able to see certain parts of that while we were watching this movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so you know they help old girl uh get her life get her life together. It's <laughs> like yeah, no, you are not wearing that because you about to go meet the mama and no and the granny and that's the, the granny. That's, that's a big part, right? So that's the voice. We, oh, go ahead. Thank you, <laughs> thank you. Because I was like, we've said this before. Somebody's voice is the loudest. Whose is that? And that is the matriarch. Mm-hmm. They are. There is no patriarch in their family. Mm-hmm. Um, he has since gone on to glory. So we just got, we just got granny, mm-hmm. mama, son. Yeah. Know. And, and Eleanor's husband is away on business. I mean, we don't even see him at all in the movie. Right. No. So he just out there making money. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. He don't do nothing else. But making make sure money. the bank account stay fat. <laughs> Ooh, the, the pressure. Mm-hmm. Ooh, I can't imagine what kind of um, <laughs> stress uh, induced physical symptoms they have. Mm-hmm. A lot to maintain that type of money. You know, we've talked about old money before that, you know, it's status. 
And it usually doesn't stay after so many generations because the, the, the longer you have money, the younger generation doesn't respect it the same way that the ones that created it do. Mm-hmm. So we, we passed that. So right. they maintain in there so that you imagine mm-hmm. yeah. because they had wealth beat when they left. Mm-hmm. So that was already generations. Mm hmm past mm-hmm. oh man we into the seventh eighth generation more than likely i yeah. can't even imagine that yeah i know <sighs> that mean that mean they had a, a lot of money Girl, and i wouldn't even know what to do i'd be like it's I a whole I'm lot of money in this <laughs> be a be. okay i'm sorry I'm sorry no dancing that's exactly what i was thinking <laughs> i was like man they just throwing yeah. it out there but anyway we digressed hard um but of course rachel you know meets mom and this is when you get the first kind of like monster-in-law feel. Hmm. Mm. Yeah. Now, what I will say, foreign mother-in-laws with the firstborn son. It, I don't know how every culture outside of the Americas has perfected this. <laughs> but if you have never dated Someone that is like steeped in their culture still, it's a whole other level. Mm. Like mm-hmm. whether it's an African family, whether it's Asian family, whatever, Mexican family, Hispanic family, it is, it's a whole other level. We think ours be rough over here in the States. That well, a lot of other cultures outside of the U.S. are much more blunt. Mm-hmm. Yes. You know, um, no sugar. Um, yeah, we do a lot of back behind, you know, backbiting, talking behind. So the mama will say something to the son when you go. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, I don't like her. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Versus like how Eleanor did when she said that, you know, parents are obsessed with shaping the lives of their children. And she was letting you know right now. <laughs> mm-hmm. I and right. You, might, you might got him. On some fun stuff, but she was trying to let her know. But I really run this. Yeah, mm-hmm. Rachel was like, "Your mama didn't like me." But I could, I did respect the fact that Nick um had some boundaries with his mom because he did mm-hmm. say, "No, I have to figure out what my own life is going to be like." Mm-hmm. Yeah, but he didn't have enough. He needed a little bit more boundaries. Little but I think it's because he had never witnessed that. He did say that this was the first girl he brought home versus mm-hmm. someone he grew up with. Mm-hmm. So I can understand the why, but he did need to. Well, and I think he still was trying to be respectful um, right. to his mother. Mm-hmm. And, and it's like you said, this, this is probably first the first time he's had to implement that type mm-hmm. of boundary with her. Yeah. And he hadn't been home either. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And. It's so weird, you know, because mom seems excited, but mm-hmm. like not yeah. excited at the same time. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, she was very dismissive. Mm-hmm. Very, very. And I was thinking about uh, Rachel and how troublesome I can imagine it is being an outsider. Mm-hmm. You know, you're already an outsider because you're not part of the family, but you're even further of an outsider because you don't understand how it is to move in this type of world. No, because it's very nuanced. And yes. she and it, she don't know how to move in this type of world on multiple levels. <laughs> like, yeah. she don't know how to move with wealth. She don't even know about the culture that mm-hmm. much. Like, it's she, she don't know. The, the She's maid, a nerd. Grandma. Yeah, right. Or was it nanny? Nanny. nanny. OK, mm-hmm. I couldn't remember who they said it was. I was like, oh, Lord, girl. Mm hmm. So she had multiple uh, 
darts at her because mm-hmm. she didn't know about and a lot everybody of everybody watching her and yeah. laughing at her right. you know what i mean right. like y'all nosy move mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. man y'all ain't even You're in the family hard yeah. hard uh, we also learned you know mom's trying you know after she does the wine spill all over them and mm-hmm. everything which i was like how did you i don't understand because it how- looked like you just threw it on them. yeah i didn't understand how she it was well, kind of like was nervous with her character. I could see her doing something like that. Cause she's very like all over the place with her anxious energy. So it I was reminded like, me of, um, and what men want when what's her name hit her head on the thing. I was like, how did that happen? <laughs> how did you? It, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't the most natural. Like I spilled wine on your shirt, but yeah. it is what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is when we learn, you know, where mom really starts laying out the, the line. About the distinction between, you know, being Chinese, being Chinese American, and, you know, some of the expectations that are there for Nick. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Because the expectation is you're going to come take over the family business. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because your daddy is tired. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You can tell that they still a unit, him, uh, her, and his daddy. But she was like, I I need my husband come sit down. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. And it would make sense if he was slated to take over the family business that uh, based off the age, he seems Mm -hmm. that this would be around the time that, you know, your father would be ready to retire Mm -hmm. and, you know, get on the golf course and do his thug thizzle and freely. Right. And not be worried about it. And like, I can pass the baton off to my son. Mm -hmm. But, you know, he ain't really trying to hear that. (laughs) And so I can understand why, you know, mom. Well, she just didn't like Rachel either, but I can understand why a part of why she don't, because she feels like Nick is not going to come come back because of her. Mm-hmm. Um, but the thing is, she didn't give Rachel a chance to maybe Rachel was willing to move to Singapore. Yeah. You know? She didn't give either of them a chance. Right. You know? She just made an assumption um, out of her own fear mm-hmm. and of her know, own life. <laughs> as we later learn, because G-Ma. Uh, she a piece of work too. Boy, right. is she. But of course now Rachel meets Gma and <laughs> she loved her. She did. But one mm-hmm. thing I was like, why do, you know, black, you know, BIPOC families always comment on weight? <laughs> you you're getting skin. You know, if I my, was like, if my great granny was here, shout out to weight. uh to Mama Inez. Um <laughs> Let me come here and fix you a sandwich. Mm. You can't go to Tennessee and have Tennessee relatives and not get cooked nut. I'm going to make you some of this uh, sausage gravy. You're going to make me some sausage from scratch? Is it in the refrigerator? No, I'm I'm just going to whip it up right fast. Mm -mm. I was like, can we not do that? Calling people skinny and stuff? And she was like, but she was serious though. So she said she likes my face. Yeah, so Manila, grandma uh, was auspicious. Nose. I know. I was like auspicious. That's who. Look, <laughs> I was like, look now. That word sounds negative. It's good. <laughs> it's good, but mm-hmm. it sounds real negative. And Mama was not happy about that. She was like, to oh. get the seal of approval from Granny. Right. She likes her. Mm-hmm. But you could see Mama over there plotting the whole time. You could see her just like. Mm-mm. But Granny mm-hmm. came and got her though, because she talked about them dumplings. She sure did. <laughs> How bad she was making them. She <laughs> was like, "Oh, you still you losing it, huh?" And see that, and we're gonna get into that later. But that it was a good glimpse into mm-hmm. who she's becoming. 
the and mom. She's perpetuating Eleanor. the cycle. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And you like, are your oh. you are your mother in law. Mm-hmm. Not and even your own mama. Your mother in law. Right. Right. And I'm thinking you didn't. You would then take the same thing. But some people like, you know, if I had to go through it, then you had you got to go through it, too. You know, they yeah. had that whole idea. If I had to struggle, you got to struggle. I don't believe in rites of passages in that way. <laughs> uh, no. Well, I don't one, need to learn your lessons. Right. No, not at all. But now we get into like the the party times and we got the bachelorette party and. It seems like it's going well at first, right? Girl, the shade. But, and this is so extravagant. Yes. Like, it was a hard left. Like, as soon as y'all got to y'all's destination. This oh, you talking about the, the, the way they were treating part. them or or the wealth? The way they were treating Rachel. Okay. I was talking about the extra, uh, the money. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It For was, both of these. Oh, both of them were well over the top when it came to extravagance shopping sprees spas mm-hmm. he done rented a whole oil tanker look type deal whole barge you having a party first of all i need to be able to get off this boat easily <sighs> not part. because i know how to mm-hmm. fly a plane but because i just need to be able to get off the boat yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> but it was out of control and i 100 percent agree with you it took a hard left turn at least on the ladies no, end. on the lady, yeah on yeah, the bachelorette the, it, it was it was too much on the boys end from the moment he came out with his shirt open mm-hmm. <laughs> talking about this is for you no sir this is about you, you. it sure <laughs> is because he didn't even seem like he wanted all of that no he, he wanted to chill right because you see him and nick later on they just on like the little floating yes thing, gazebo thing and they just having a little drinky drink mm-hmm. yep chilling Drinking beers. That's all he wanted. He's like, yep. I just want, I'm trying to get married gently. Because one, uh, I think he even said to Nick, he was like, I, we got to get off this boat. Yeah. He did. And Nick flew him off. Oh, did he? Nick was the okay. pilot. Yeah, because they had the, the helicopter sitting on him. I, I, I said, I how was you laying yeah, I was, Yes. Where you get the, it was on the, the rock. thing? <laughs> it's, it's so many. This level of wealth, I can't fathom. I'm watching it. Yes. But I, I'm just, huh? Yeah, <laughs> yeah was, I, I, I forgot about the uh, the little jet. Yes, it was on the rock. It I was sure like, was. I said that. I said, oh, they got that thing perched up. Okay, mm-hmm. yeah. like if we do this, we we gotta make sure we get my cousin um, Takara because she got a, a pilot's license. Mm-hmm. Takara, we need you to come with us because we all know. Yeah, we ain't gonna too many off. buttons. Yes, <laughs> but the ladies though. Ugh. So this chick Amanda, which I was like, oh, at first it was like, oh, okay, so she got her little friend. Yeah, she got somebody uh, to hang out with. And then you know when I knew it was bad, when she fake fell in the in the golf cart. I said she fake. (laughs) She fake. (laughs) I don't like it. (laughs) Oh wow. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because that was like that was so unfortunate, Mm -hmm. and. I was like, so now y'all plotting against this girl. Right. And she's such a sweet person. She ain't done nothing to you. It didn't work out between you and Nick. He don't like you. But I, because I, I wonder, I was like, does the uh, bride know that this is going on? No. She like, did. couldn't know. I mean, she couldn't know. But remember, they brought that up about how growing up together and you just overlook mm-hmm. how people, and I can attest to having been friends with somebody and you love them for so long and then you just overlook some of their bad qualities till you finally have to be like, I'll chop you in your neck. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, mm-mm. yeah. And then they put the fish girl. The dead oh, that fish. was so, I was like, so disrespectful. I said, wasn't that like a barracuda or something? Like, it was a fish fish. Yeah, it was a big one. And because 
uh, I was just like, wait a minute. What kind of what kind of dislike do you have towards someone that you going to kill a fish, put it in somebody's bed and write with the blood on on the little thing? It's, like what kind of You know hatred? they hired a servant to do that, you know. But I'm, but why <laughs> like this girl ain't did nothing to you. And that was the thing. That like, was, it was coordinated. This is probably yeah. the one part of the movie that again, this is a very st- stock kind of film, but this was probably the one thing that I thought did not fit in the movie. I think because we, based off of the book, they're having to shorten everything because it's mm. a lot of meat and potatoes in the book, you know, like normal because mm-hmm. Jurassic Park is totally different mm, than gotcha. the book and all that. But um, they had been slowly antagonizing her. Like if you remember the scene right before that when she was breaking her down on the uh massage table like emotionally mm-hmm. and verbally breaking her down and then mm-hmm. she got on her phone and text and said she's it. on her way i'm like it's a whole operation like y'all this is the level of rich asian mean girls mm-hmm. and y'all already know that's an issue for me i hate mean girls yeah mm-hmm. with a passion yeah yeah, yeah. it just felt off mm-hmm. it just felt excessive you know, for I, no I reason. Yeah, I get the mean girls. Not that I agree with it, but yeah. I get the mean girls and the cattiness. But I was like, this is a this a whole nother level. A, yeah, y'all but, done took it to like some on Sopranos level. But think about it: Are you gonna sleep with the fishes? Why would they ever know limitations in that level of wealth? True. Yeah. You know, the, True. the it's not gonna be fathomable to us, and it shouldn't be because we're healthy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> when it starts, when you start understanding, it, it's like, oh, okay, you need and to go you have a sight. Girl, state. a gold digger, right? And she don't. And she didn't even know the man had money. Yeah, and still loved him. True, because mm-hmm. he using her Netflix account. Exactly, that's love. Right. Like going to play basketball at the Y. Because mm. he likes to 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 be amongst the common people. <laughs> <laughs> we later. Find I got a family. Right. I got a feel regular. <laughs> right. Uh, we also learned here. Well, we had already previously gotten a glimpse into, but here is also where Astrid kind of says it out loud. Uh, that she knows her husband is having an affair. Uh, yeah, because she she saw a text message. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, and you can see the beginnings of some sisterhood growing mm-hmm. uh, with them. And I like that they just it's certain people in this film that I love because they always embraced Rachel. Yeah. Yeah. you know mm-hmm. his friend, his two friends in the beginning, uh, Astrid. Astrid. They. I, obviously they've had some sort of correspondence over the years because mm-hmm. they immediately like hugged each other when they saw each other at the party mm-hmm. and then grabbing each other and being like, Hey, what's wrong with you? Like some, I was right. glad she was there. Yeah. Uh, Cause ain't no telling what she would have been by herself, mm-hmm. which is her norm. Unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um, we also get a small little moment where Rachel and Nick are talking about what happened at the beach. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this is again, stuff didn't seem to fit for me because it almost was like she glossed over it. Like it, there wasn't, it didn't seem like a, to me, now this is just my own personal idea. The conversation didn't seem like it had enough intensity or emotion, emotional emotionness to it or whatever word I'm making up there. Uh, Cause she was like, yeah, this happened and the girls were really mean. And I think it was just like, Okay, I trust you. All right. Well, how I looked at it is I took into to play what she's built on, you know, being the child of a single mother who had to essentially get it out the mud, being a New Yorker, mm-hmm. 
which is a whole other level of living. You know, just they are a more in your face. You coming to get me, I'm going to come get you. I think she's very emotionally intelligent. So we're looking at somebody who probably has already processed her stuff. Mm. And now she's having this conversation with him. And I think all she needed was him to acknowledge it. She she's not one of those stereotypical female characters that needs to be saved. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I think if this would have been that type of movie, then we would have saw so much more coddling, so much more mm-hmm. that other stuff. Well, I also think um, she's an outsider. So, and not that Nick wouldn't believe her, but still not trying to rattle the fence either. Because obviously if she would have made more of a, a bigger deal of it, he may have tried to rescue her, which like Dr. Wall said, she didn't necessarily want to be rescued. Mm -hmm. She just needs, needed you to hear her out and without rattling the, you know, the cage. Yeah, I guess so. Uh, Well, you know, this next few little scenes here, we, you know, get a little bit more of a glimpse into the dynamic between the grandma and the mom and um, Nick's mom, Eleanor, talking to Rachel about, you know, you don't, you're not worth my son's time, basically. Mm. Like, you never going to be it. You not it. You you never going to be it. So you might as well go ahead and just move on around. Uh, but Grandma, dude, she's still liking her. She's like, I like this girl. What you talking about? Mm-hmm. Um, and then Mom is trying to tell her, like, how hard it is to make it in a family like this. Like, you got to be willing to sacrifice some things. Um, and you know, she's trying to tell her that you don't have what it takes. You know, I, I hate the fact that Eleanor, which is mom, just completely glossed over Rachel's experience of family and being, and Rachel being open and mm-hmm. just stating how much she appreciated being able to be around them and see what a big family felt like because she didn't get to experience that. Mm-hmm. And then her commenting and complimenting her on her ring and her giving the story of like mm-hmm. how she got the ring. And then you still like, it's not clicking yeah, like, for Eleanor. She was not reading the room. Like she, that all of them <laughs> seem to have been, have enjoyed yes. this time mm-hmm. of bonding and Rachel getting to know the family and them getting to know Rachel. Mm-hmm. And, and then mom just throws this, monkey wrench out yeah she in her feelings she is not i ain't gonna lie that ring is beautiful it let, was let me that's what i back want. up there uh, i want my uh you know how they say like every anniversary is like a certain gift or whatnot mm-hmm. i want my uh upgrade ring to the be 20th a, yeah that was next yes uh as far as milestone is concerned yeah mm-hmm. uh yes i want my upgrade ring to be a um uh dr strickland husband y'all you make sure you listening let us know I've if we need to come, times. come with you and help you pick uh, out the right one. Bro, yes. I'm going to make sure I text you uh, six months. No, no, no. A year before the 20. You <laughs> might, need to, might need to do two. Because no. <laughs> that ring be. I know it okay. is. Uh, but I want a... Now, there isn't... I want emerald color, but there's a different gemstone that is a little bit tougher than emerald. Mm-hmm. But I can't... Yeah. And the thought of... I can't... I, the name is escaping me right now. Like, now, now, friend, you got to send me a picture so I know what to send. Oh, you. I already got it in my. I got it in my well, phone you, already. Well, I sent it, it to me. You. Okay, this, y'all, this gonna be the one time she be overly girly. This gonna be the one time. Yes, it got 
the emerald. It got diamond on it, and it's got the white gold. That's what I want my upgrade <laughs> ring to be. Because I was like, I don't want that. Either that or I want a, um, there is a sapphire. I mean, excuse me, a ruby, but it's a, like a orange, light orangish color ruby. Mm-hmm. Since I didn't realize that rubies can come in all colors. Mm-hmm. All colors. Because my birthstone is a ruby. Yeah, just like a sapphire. You come in all these colors. Um, So I, it's like a light orange one. So I'm here for because I don't yeah. want a diamond either. Yeah, I think I'm over that. Um, well, you've been married for a long time. You don't I, wore your diamond. I have. <laughs> I have. Because I just got a regular degular band now. But, I, you know, when I'm ready to wear like a ring ring, I want to go back to that. Mm-hmm. But you know, we we not got off. So y'all know. Now y'all hear it. So Talk any of the, the interns that know my husband, let them know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so Rodney. Okay. <laughs> Invisible man. <laughs> when he go back and listen. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but you know, this whole little scene here, you get like mom's real MO. That's yeah. the whole point. You got mom's MO she and she's, mm-hmm, she's trying to put it out there that she ain't with the, the BS. Right. The level of mushing that I wanted Rachel to do, but then that would have been a different movie. Mm-hmm. And then she just quietly just wrapped it up. Well, come on back. Cause we don't want Nick to be wondering where we are. Ma'am, I was trying to go to the bathroom. I, Why are you stalking me? Cause you came out your way. You came for me. You left the table and probably said something real sweet to Nick. I'm going to go make sure she's okay. Mm-hmm. Mm. You know she did. Mm-hmm. But, you know, this is when Rachel's like, oh, hold on. You trying to be funny. Okay, I got you. You trying, you want war. You trying to fight. Like, mm. we are we battling for the man? Are you, tr- your man is my man. <laughs> That's her man too. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> On the weekend. Right. Okay. Because that, you know, it's giving, you know, vibes here. But you see where she went. She went to Picklin mm-hmm. to make sure. Okay. Whatever. And why was Picklin talking about, yeah, they think you a banana. I said, <laughs> <gasps> they have a phrase too. They do. Because we have Oreo. Mm-hmm. And they, I was like, oh my gosh, I'm learning so much in this movie. Mm-hmm. And she was like, bop, bop. <laughs> I was like, Aquafina, I need you to not do this in all your movies. Yes. But I appreciated that she went to the friend that was going to get her back to mm-hmm. how she deals with things and mm-hmm. not just like succumb yeah. to the craziness. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Then we get a little clothing montage, you know, white girl, white chicks-esque clothing <laughs> montage. Yeah. Um, and she finally finds the dress that she's going to wear to the wedding. Yes. You know, and it's very expensive. It is very expensive. <laughs> and, you know, when she does get to the wedding, she show up Amanda and all that jazz. She said, right in her face. Peep it, girl. Ooh. And she was like, move. Oh, I was like, yes, New Yorker. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then, of course, I'm like, <gasps> what? <laughs> but, uh, yes. We also get a little bit of a moment in the car on the way to the wedding where Astrid and uh, Michael finally separate because he is trying to cancel their son's (laughs) birthday. He don't want to be attending. How you don't want to go to your own son's birthday? Because he got to go do business. Right. That's what he got to do. Yeah. He's like, well, you should be more upset. It hurts me more that you're not. Sir, stop playing games with me. Stop playing games with me. When she rolled up that partition, drive her on up the partition, please. <laughs> uh, I was like, ooh, it's it's done now. That's that's yeah, we got to have a serious conversation. Let's go. 
And then she put him out. I'm assuming uh, she put him mm-hmm. out the car. And then what, I guess what I didn't understand about him is that he want like you were so starved for what you said you was not getting, which was her attention, that you wanted her to scream at you and be mad at the fact that you was having because an affair. Because he needs to deal with his stuff. Exactly. This is how children handle issues. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That insecurity mm-hmm. yeah. was on tan. Yeah. The most just rejection mm-hmm. issues. Mm-hmm. And they, she ain't even rejecting you. That woman really loved you. She really did. So we get to the wedding, of course, as Rachel's getting all the attention and they trying to talk the mama. And all, I'm assuming these are her friends, her cousin. I don't know. Those are the aunties. Aunties. Mm, they're all related. Okay. Uh, the mama and the aunties are trying to be like, oh, no, no you can't sit with us, honey. You can't. Mm-mm, no. But, but one came along. One's coming. And then, on mm-hmm. side. yeah, the little short one was like, it's, it's, I like your dress, girl. Mm-hmm. Um, but. Rachel's like, oh, no, 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 I got something for that. Mm-hmm. She's like, let me do my pep talk. Let I'm me get, get to the together. princess. Because the princess said, I want my that own row. Right. And she needed one because she is royalty. Mm. But I do like that Rachel, she wasn't reading that now cue. But I do like that she literally talked to her from her, mm-hmm, her mm-hmm. expertise. And I was yeah. like, yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She didn't just go in and compliment her dress or whatever. No. Mm-hmm. She actually had something of substance to say to this woman. Mm-hmm. Yes, very um, much. So. Had, and I like the fact that they were able to uh, talk about it, laugh and joke. And the mm-hmm. princess didn't seem annoyed. No, no she didn't. Mm-hmm. She kind of had knew. that like. Uh huh. But was, then it was like, oh, it was like, like, hold you on, you really know who I am. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you exactly you really know who yeah. I am. Yes. Okay, not just like you know the princess. Oh no, you know me. Mm-hmm. Girl, mm-hmm. she like, yeah, girl. Let's get it. Mm-hmm. it was so funny. Um, and then we get the wedding. Oh, it was beautiful. We'll do Asher's part first. Oh, when she walked in with grandma. Yes. Oh, yeah. Because they were surprised when G Ma walked in. They was like, hold on, she, she don't, don't never come to weddings. Keeping up appearances. Because mm-hmm. they would have said something. Had Asher come. Come by herself. Where's your husband at? Um, but I also feel like it's playing into that escaping and not showing up your authentic self and not mm-hmm. being able to have a moment of just a real moment which but is I, what her husband's complaint about her was however yeah. he should have communicated that yeah true but i am appreciative that grandma was there even though it was it was wrapped in some toxicity because she's i can't remember the exact comment but she said we don't something to the fact we don't let people see something mm-hmm. and i was mm-hmm. like oh granny yeah stop it yeah. But I can get I get it, though, you know, yeah. that this isn't the time or the place for you to be able to show yourself mm-hmm. authentically. Mm-hmm. So you're going to have to kind of hold it together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But we get the young couple and she walks down the aisle and baby, that water started flowing oh, through there. That was so and she beautiful. stuck that foot out there and like everything so started going in dancer. slow mm-hmm. motion. That slow she mo- said, that slow motion. I love and then the little bouncy like fairy yeah, fireflies girl. and things. When I get married, the level I'm trying to do something similar to not forty million dollars, because I that's not appropriate. But that that mm-hmm. walk down the aisle was like That was beautiful. It was. I was like, that is probably my that <laughs> and the twilight. <laughs> Oh Lord, <laughs> it's probably one of my two and uh, Whitley and um, oh, that's my favorite. I just saw Dwayne. I did it on uh, the shade room. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, I saw Baby, that. Please, that's my favorite <laughs> right there. Yeah, them, them, my, them, my top threes right there. Yeah, 
I was like, oh, that's so beautiful. And when they stopped and you could see everything like just bouncing in, in the in the background, mm-hmm. it was beautiful. Mm-hmm. It was really and beautiful. It, it her was dress like a, was beautiful oh, on her, yeah. everything. It was like an ode to where they all came from. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Like I mean, I had to figure out where I came from first. Though. Yeah. <laughs> it was gorgeous. <laughs> So then we get the reception. Mm-hmm. It's some craziness going on at the reception. Like that, that, what was we doing? What kind of dancing was we doing? Forties, forties, fifties. You know that? No, 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 no. I'm talking about, about the, the cousin, Kitty. Or, yeah, was that yeah. her name? The, the, with the yellow one the with kitty. the ponytail. The movie, the movie that was star. Kitty. <laughs> yeah, it was a lot. She's not related. Mama said, "Get that." Uh huh. Handle that. <laughs> Handle that. <laughs> then this is when all hell break loose. Yes. So Mama's like, uh, "Can we talk to y'all real quick?" Uh, G-Ma want to meet y'all. And then G-Ma's like, look, I like you, but you're not going to fit in my family because, and then insert mama done had the PI searcher and tells all this stuff that Rachel obviously had no, no idea. idea. So like you have no remorse, no care or concern about your son's feelings, about mm. this young woman's feelings. Because you assume she was lying and she wasn't. Because she didn't know. She story. didn't know this. That's her mama's story. And exactly. if her mama cho- chose to tell her that story, then okay. But if she chose not to, then that's her mama's story. And you assumed that she knew the story like it was her own story. Yeah. Yeah. This is putting your needs before somebody else, mm-hmm. your own desires before somebody else's. And these would be the types of reasons why your children would question on whether you really care for them. Yep. Yeah. This is the kind of reasons why kids leave home and don't come back. Mm-hmm. Because you have put yourself, you have manipulated this situation to make yourself look good or think you're making yourself look yeah. good. Or make yourself be right. That too. What way is she playing the game? She's trying not to lose. Right. Yeah. That she ain't true. trying to win. Right. Because yeah. she would have technically lost everything. Yes. Like you about to lose your son like so much mm-hmm. and then you further gonna now drive a wedge with the grandma because she like look this your fault look where and he that's going literally what mm-hmm. she said this is your fault so now you done got a bigger wedge with the grandma i mean it was just a lot yeah. going on mm-hmm. and of course she goes into a a, a small little kind of depressive episode of which makes sense because you know you kind of realize like my whole identity my world yeah. with my partner like all of this has just been shattered and it's and like, like I, world? this story that they making up about my mama is not even true because she still don't know yet that no, it's right. actually true. And, but it's not true. Not fully. The not way, fully you know what I'm way, saying? Yeah, like the way they it. got. Yeah. No, that's not actually what happened. Yeah. Um. So, you know, Nick does a very sweet thing and gets her mother, you know, flies her mother to that was so nice. Singapore. He's such a sweet boy. Yeah, he understood what <laughs> yeah. she, that she needed, she needed her. She was yeah. there by herself. I mean, yeah, she had her friend, but she needed her mama. Yeah, mm-hmm. they ain't even like even your mama crazy now. family tried to help. They did. They The little twins and it was like, yeah, Rachel. <laughs> she got some real food, not fast food that uh-huh. time. Um, but it ain't, you know, for people that have a healthy relationship with their mother, it ain't nothing like your mother. Mm-hmm. No. It, she, I mean, ugh, the way she even as an adult. Yeah. I was like, I know that feeling. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. said that to my husband probably about two months ago. He was like, you stressed out. Yeah. He's like, you need some mother time. I, I said, yeah, I said it's legit. <laughs> I was like, I legit really just want my mama to hold me like a baby. Mm-hmm. I really just wish she could just pick me up in her arms mm-hmm. and just pat feelings. me on my back like a baby. Um, mm-hmm. But you know, it's, that's just not possible as an adult. But I was like, but that, that's what I'm feeling inside. That's mm-hmm. what I want right now. We can now. sit on the couch and she can do it. Well, you know what? Look. The thing about it is like, I, 
I can't tell. I mean, I can't tell my mama that, but I can't tell my because my mom. I'm getting ready to go to Texas. Okay. I don't, you ain't got to stay. You, you ain't got to take me. I will walk. I'm okay. getting to Texas. I think all our moms are like that. Don't don't. Mm-hmm. I know because now that I've said that, when she watches it, she gonna be like, "Come to the house, Shonda." She gonna be like, uh, "So we on our way over there." Mm-hmm. I just wanted to let yeah. you know that we'll be there in about ten ten minutes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. But of course he apologizes. Well, so we get a little bitty scene where mom goes to speak with Nick. And then of course, you know, this is the moment where they have their come to Jesus. They don't actually show it, but this is where you realize that mom recognizes that she was wrong. Mm -hmm. And like her son is like, look, I love this woman and I don't care what you say or what you do. You're not going to change that. Right. So you can either give your blessing or you can move on around. Mm -hmm. Uh, And she said, you know what? I love my son. So I'm just going to back off a little bit and I'm going to move on around. Mm-hmm. And here, here, here's my, let me give you so much of a blessing that I will give you my ring. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Um, so she gives him his ring. He tries to apologize to her. But of course, Rachel's kind of like, no, at first she's like, no, that that's okay. Um and then the mama and Rachel meet to play a little mahjong. Mm-hmm. And mama was still going with the same strategy. Mm-hmm. Again. Huh. Mm-hmm. She, she And she thought she won. She did. She thought it. And Rachel thought about it. There were several times oh, she, was like, she was about to tear that head up. She was mm-hmm. like, yeah, I could do this to her, but I don't know if I want to. Mm-hmm. But let me, let me not do that. And... You know, I, again, mom had to learn a hard lesson. You know, they say a hard head, make a soft behind. Mm-hmm. So it was like, it wasn't enough that your son had to put you in your place. It seems like yeah. then you turn around and you need it again. Mm-hmm. Even yeah. in the, you need to learn the lesson again. And when the mom was looked back and the mom was like, yeah, yeah, that's my daughter. Mm-hmm. You, you going to learn mm-hmm. your, you going to learn today. <laughs> yeah. Cause she would have swept her. Well, I mean, she did sweep her. Yeah. Like you're playing opposite i'm gonna always beat you because i'm playing to win and i understand what this would do to the person i love and i'm willing to sacrifice what we have and turn down the offer because at the end of the day when he happy with whoever this next person gonna be it's gonna be because of me not you mm-hmm. that's it that right, right. right i don't know what you do right. with my my song even though i done played it but in, in chess is checkmate <laughs> i mean when you talk about a gut punch like the reality of that that is true yeah your son's yeah. happiness will have been because of me, not because of you. And that's why she had to go eat that crow mm-hmm. with her son. Yeah. Yep. So then, of course, you know, we get Astrid. They they separate. And then ending of the movie. Um, so Astrid finally steps up and kind of puts her nice. Her her redemption is she put on the million dollar earrings mm-hmm. and walk off into the sunset. Mm-hmm. In her life. Uh, and very, very end, of course, you know, we got to have the nice Jerry Maguire ending, ending you know. You had me at hello uh, where he get on the plane and he presents mama's ring. Cause that's the only way that girl was going to marry him. Yeah. Because if you present me with the ring that you bought me, I know I still don't have a blessing and I can't do that mm-hmm. in in my heart. But the fact that we got this ring and then from your, your mama, mama had to take it off her finger and yep. give it to you yeah. and give you permission to give it to me. There yes. we go. So, of course, she says yes. And I'm not sure if this was an engagement party. It was. Okay. If that, I was like, I'm like, is this yeah. a wedding engagement party? I couldn't tell. But so they have the engagement party at the end. And, you know, mama kind of, they catch eyes, her and Rachel. And yeah. mama slips off to the side. So you get the, like, visual confirmation that mama understands that my role is now. I need to go sit down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm in the background. I'm in, mm-hmm. Yeah. So 
that's that. Yeah. Now, what I will say is I appreciate that Kevin Kwan, which is the author of the books and all that kind of stuff, he had a, a mid credit scene with Astrid. So it leaves you kind of hanging. And we know that Astrid is going to have um, a love interest come up in the mm. sequel. So mm-hmm. I do appreciate that. But I want to shout out Chris Payne, who is calling in a movie. If if you need a woman or something <laughs> like that. Because hey. he's beautiful. <laughs> there was a lot of uh, sexy Asians in this, in this film. It was. That's what it, crazy, sexy, rich Asians. There you yeah. go. Yeah. <laughs> Title change. Right. <laughs> okay. So, uh, I didn't really see any huge mental health specific issues in here. I saw a lot of family dynamic issues, kind of like structural family yeah. issues and not boundary issues. Right. But not necessarily any diagnosed like, diagnoses yeah. in the film. I, I would say that probably Astrid had some slight depression. Um, nothing, mm. nothing that she's going to need a pill for. But I'll, I'll probably slight. say maybe adjustment disorder, depressed mood. Yeah, I can see that. I would yeah. agree with y'all. A little bit. Uh, so how where little, would y'all <laughs> a little alcoholism? Oh, cause yes. that cousin. Yeah, them two cousins. I was like, y'all need to get somewhere and sit down. Yes, well, just a little bit, a little binge drinking. <laughs> uh, so what I would rate this film? Um, honestly, uh, I want to say like a three. Okay. Um, it, it well, I think it. It just feels like a mid to me. Okay. Yeah. I would I would say a, I'm torn between 2.8 and 3.2. Okay, that's real specific. Uh-huh. <laughs> and uh-huh. very odd. <laughs> I would say a 3.2 because I like the fact that they um, stuck to a lot of the traditions and mm-hmm. things of the Asian mm-hmm. culture. But 2.8 because it was very... Um, uh, it was it was a hallmark movie mm-hmm. to me mm-hmm. okay overall yeah okay. how about you so i'm gonna give it a 4.5 okay because i appreciate um an authentic movie made by the group of people that it was for and to give us a glimpse into some of the things that they probably experienced at that level of wealth um kind of when i look at movies I, i'm looking at it from the perspective of not um did it give me something different but did it give me real and i feel like this was that population's movie and they did it the way that they wanted to do and i feel like they they did it in a good job i i like the feel goodness of it but i also like that it touched on some of the issues and it wasn't so heavy in doing it cuz i don't always want to see that Mm. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. when we were talking about, you know, in the previous session, when we were talking about the Woman King, um, that movie has a, a myriad of emotions, and some of them are heavy. But the parts that you think would hurt you, you don't have to see that. So mm. I can appreciate that same sort of thing in this movie as well. Absolutely. Yep. Okay. Okay. Well, I think that's about it, guys. Y'all know we don't have quotes for the movie, but the the movie itself gave you one. Yes. <laughs> so uh, rewind back to the beginning to hear it again. <laughs> All right. So. All right, guys. Y'all comment, like, and share. And subscribe to YouTube. We'll see y'all next time. Must be this volume control. So, okay, interns, process your notes. Be sure to catch us next session and find us on all major platforms at The Recycled Podcast.
If you're a new intern, be sure to like, comment, subscribe, and share. Thanks for listening. And remember, we are shifting and reshaping our psyche through healing conversations and connections, one discussion at a time.